This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, how you doing today? It is Tuesday, and if you remember my content schedule, it's a busy day when we start big. We start with my boy Matt from the East Coast. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing awesome, Mike. Super pumped to be here as always. Hey man, I appreciate you. You watch my daily financial news and you saw that just, just last week I, I bought two and sold one and you wanted to ask some questions. So I'm going to turn this episode number one over to you and we'll find out where you want to go with this conversation. Let's see if the teach can stand the heat. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right. So Mike, you talked about the two couple deals. And for me, you know, we're both real estate guys. And so I've talked about one of my deals. I want to know your favorite deal, whether it was the sell or the buy side, but I like to cover both, but talk to me a little bit about, you know, that favorite one on the buy side. What, what made it, what made it look like the deal that you needed it to be in order to, to say, yeah, this is one I want to add to my portfolio and do the work. Yeah. So the one I'm going to talk about is, um, there's a zip code called 93726. So it's a decent, it's a decent area of town. And we actually made contact with the seller seven or eight months ago. Right. So this is, it's probably like June or July of last year, right. Right in the thick of, we don't know what's going on with Gavin Newsom. We don't know what's going on with evictions and all of this. I had, I have already at that time had, I think two tenants already kind of play the game. And I'm like, you know what? Sure. I want this deal. I'll pay this much, but I need it vacant. Right. I didn't want to mm-hmm. take that extra risk. Cause I didn't know where this was going at that time. Obviously 100%. it turned out. Okay. Uh, but I didn't know that going in. Right. I, I was, I was like, okay, I've got a set of chips. I could last for this long. If nothing came in, I'm not going to be adding to that in the short term. Sure. Right. So the seller agreed, understood. Um, they were going, they had already started an eviction on their end. Um, so they're like, okay, we, we think we can get this done in about three or four weeks. We'll, we'll come back to you. Lo and behold, um, lots of things went sideways with their eviction. First off, they tried to do it themselves, right? Oh, without an attorney. And, you know, in a normal environment, Maybe, right? If they had experience, right. it maybe, but in an environment yep. where the rules were changing all the time, correct? Uh, the, the deck was stacked against them and it was essentially thrown out. And at this point, they don't have tenants, they have squatters, right? That's it, right. It'd been sublet and it, it was just bad, bad to worse. So I still have the contract. It's still the price I want and um, receive vacant, right? We'll close 10 days after it's vacant. So long story short, goes on another three or four months because they try to refile and do it again. It just doesn't work. Now they've, they've lost their mind, right? They're not collecting rent. They're having issues. This is like one of their, this is, it's just not a good situation. Sure. So I, I, I reach out to them and I think it was about October. And I say, you know what? You're exhausted. I want the deal. And oh, by the way, the property's gone up in value, probably 15% over yep. time, right? Because if anybody remembers March to October, pretty good time to own real estate, right? So I tell them, you know what? I want to help you out. 
you've already tried this twice. I want to get my attorney involved and I will pay for this eviction. But again, we are only closing when vacant. Love it. So lo and behold, I spend about 1500 bucks because it's a longer and drawn out process, but we finally get them out on, it was like January 28th or 29th, somewhere right at the end of January. Um, I then send my team through, right? Cause again, I got, I have 10 days to close after they're out. Sure. And um, it's, you know, squatters had been there for eight months and it's still a fun, it's dirty, um, but it's not as wrecked as I've seen, sure. right? I'm like, oh, I mean, there's, I mean, it, it looks like you could hold a, a yard sale in the backyard. I mean, there's stuff just everywhere. But but thank God copper prices are down. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> God, yeah. So lo and behold, because I had never even been in the house. When I signed the contract at my purchase price, I yeah. still hadn't been inside because I wasn't going to go inside and you know deal with fucking squatters. You just never know, right? Never That's know. Right. I mean, I've been in situations where like, you're unsafe. I'm like, I'll, I'll deal with this when it's vacant. And lo and behold, we go through it. We do a video. It's actually on my channel. Uh, it's three minutes long. It's it's a it's a great house. And there's, oh, by the way, I mean, we're even going to save the cabinets. I mean, I had no thought that we would save the cabinets to show you what I mean That's by awesome. it's a, you know, we're still going to replace the countertop and appliances and all of that stuff. But the cabinets are like these solid, like we well, used to build them, like solid wood. We're just going to add, you know, we're going to paint them, sand them, paint them, put on some fancy door hanger or door knobs, probably new hinges. It's, I mean, you know, new bathrooms, all that. So uh, lo and behold, we ended up closing on it. We're, we're getting bids to trash out right now. Um, awesome. the, the numbers are going to be something like this, right? We, the agreed price was 140. So we picked up 140,000 in cash. At the time I did the deal, I thought the ARV stretched would be 250. Like 240 would probably be more like it. I assumed, Love again, it. remember I had never been inside. The remodel would be 40 grand. Uh, it will probably be more like 45. Uh, but now, uh, given them where the market is and when this one will come out, we'll probably go out at 299, 289, 299. So now you're gonna flip this. Oh yeah, th this will be a flip. Yeah, it's in it's okay. in a nicer part of town. Uh, but yeah, we we you know it might be it might be a hundred thousand dollar profit. Um, awesome for doing it the right way. Certainly eighty. It could be a hundred. Yeah. So let's talk about one of the really cool things that you did, which is the right thing to do is not always the best thing to do. The mm -hmm. right thing to do is let the seller continue to try to evict on their dime, on their time frame, and trying to get that thing wrapped up. The best thing for the deal mm -hmm. and for guys like us is to say, you know what, we probably have resources that are more skilled at this, have done this a lot more often, that we're very comfortable and they really understand the changes and especially in today's laws is you completely took ownership of the situation, whether or not it was necessarily directly your issue or not. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a mistake that a lot of people will say, you know what, that's your responsibility. You just need to handle it. Yeah. Well, I did that for an obvious reason. I had seen this property go up 50 grand. That's right. While I held the contract and the contract's getting old, right? It's yeah. still valid. It's just getting yeah. old. And, and the, and the sellers were getting burned out. I could imagine yeah. them just throwing their hands up saying we're done. Let the, let the city take care of it whenever the, they, they foreclose on taxes. I mean, I've, I was worried about losing this, right? It was a good deal when we signed it in March. It was a really good deal in January. Yep. So I'm like, you know, I'll spend, I was, I, I would have spent five grand. I mean, I offered the tenants five grand cash for keys just to 
shorten the cycle. They didn't want it. So I'm like, okay, well, good news. I got an attorney and I know how to do this. So you're not going to, you're not going to beat me. Uh, right. Yeah. So yeah, I wanted to, I didn't want to lose it. I mean, it was a good deal that turned great. That's and, awesome. Um, it's going to be, a, and it'll be an owner occupied. I mean, it's in that kind of town or part of the town. And I mean, there's a chance it goes for over 300, but you know, I'm trying to be conservative and you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. So that, that's a, that's a fun one. So guys, more than ever, what, what you should take away from this story is a deals are still out there. You can still make those deals. Mm -hmm. B you will find other people that have tried this, you know, landlord thing Hmm. and realize that it's not for them. And this last year has been more trying than any other year on record ever, because at least back in 07, 08, and 09, you could still evict people. Yeah. And it was evict for non-payment was, you know, 95% of the evictions that were taking place. Agreed. Now with that being off the table, you have to follow a lot of other rules and laws and statutes and things like that in your local municipalities and states that will force you down a different path that then costs more money, takes more time, et cetera. But again, it's being able to pivot, it's being malleable, it's making sure that you're looking at the deal and understanding, here's my opportunity to speed this deal up and be what I call a deal maker. Mm-hmm. Close the deal. Deals are like milk, they are not like fine wine. They do <laughs> not get better with age. Well said, yeah, So close, 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 ABC, always be closing and moving towards that closing. Now you didn't have to start off there, but after two failed tries, three probably wasn't going to go very well for them either. And right. so let's just get this thing locked down and done in. And here's the thing that 1500 bucks that you spent is a complete non-factor oh, yeah. in the, in a deal like this, it's even if it were $5,000, quite frankly, it's largely not a factor. And I'm not being dismissive of 5k. I'm saying, look at it in the grand scheme of things. Right. Yeah. And again, why did I do that? It's because the deal was getting old. This I wanted, I wanted the seller to know that I wanted the deal and I wanted to hold my end of the bargain, which was buy it at 140. I didn't want them to run away. I mean, the seller probably knows the real estate market is hot. I mean, this it's, it's pretty hard to avoid. Right. Mm -hmm. Sure. So the last thing I wanted to do was, was lose, you know, and I mean, I didn't want to lose an extra 30 grand by not taking ownership of the problem because once I took ownership, it's like a new contract, right? It's okay. Well, now we're going to start again and you know, it's going to take what it's going to take, but it's going to get done. So um, I, I did that on purpose, yeah. you know, to save the deal. So taking it away. So the, the one takeaway from this deal is be creative. Don't get stuck in a box because the goal is always the same, which is to get the deal done. Mm-hmm. If you made a right offer on the right property, you just have to get it closed. And that's the, that's the moral of this proverb, right? Mm-hmm. We got to make sure that people are finding the right deals. And when you find the right deal that you're executing, and then it's not, well, we'll just wait for it to close. A lot of deals like this, you have to kind of throw them over your shoulder and carry in the last five yards to get across the finish line. And there's nothing wrong with that. Take that ownership because at the end of the day, you're the one that's going to get the payout. Yeah. I would tell you in today's environment and probably for much, at least of the first half, uh, the deals, you know, with, with nice margin, like this one clearly has, they're going to have hair on it. Yeah. And, you know, if you're looking for just a cookie cutter, you know, paint carpet, you know, that's it. That's not this market. You're, you, you're going to be paid to be a problem solver. And there's a lot of money in being a good problem solver. Yeah. Perfect example. I actually had one that I sent to a friend of mine in Florida and I said, here's one, it's about 
It's about $75,000 or $80,000 under price based on what I can tell about that market. And, they, and again, I didn't do a ton of time in the market. I spent maybe two or three hours kind of looking through the market. And I said, it's about 75, 80 grand underpriced. And, uh, and he goes, yeah, but there's tenants there. And I just don't want to have to deal with that. And I go, yeah, that's a problem. The, the nice, pretty, sweet, sexy deals, you don't have cash for. Yeah. So exactly. you need to get in there and they're telling you they want to close in five days and then you own the tenant issue. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a three bedroom just outside of Tampa in a nice neighborhood. Yeah. It's a good deal, you know? And so to your point, you're going to, you're going to have to take some deals with hair on them. That's going to be a little bit longer of a time frame, especially if you're more of a newbie, it's going to take you a little bit more time to get through it. But I'm telling you for that right opportunity, it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Just have done your homework. So you know exactly what that upside is on the other side and make sure that there's some upside in it for you. If you're going to have to handle and shave a little bit of hair off the deal. Yeah. And then the last thing I'll say about this, while I wasn't able, while I wasn't willing to take on uh, you know, tenant issues back in March, April. I thought that was the right decision given the environment. I agree. Uh, today, I will take them on because I see the end, right? There's light at the end of the tunnel. A, I processed, I think, four evictions in the last six weeks. So they are getting done. It's not for non-payment. It's for breaking rules or destroying or, or whatever, right? So you can, which you probably couldn't have done in March or April. Uh, and this will eventually be over, right? And there will be some people like this individual who are holding on that just don't want to anymore. Mm-hmm. And as long as I'm willing to make the trade-off, you know, I'll, I will do those deals today. I would not have done that deal in March of last year. The, the, the unknown risk was too big. Well, these are the types of deals that we were finding right in 08, 09, but we were getting them after they were foreclosed on, or maybe we could get in there and have a short sale. Yep, Guys, every single time the market shifts, it doesn't look exactly the same this is going to be this version. This is going to be this go arounds version mm-hmm. of what evictions and foreclosures are going to look like. That's my belief. No, it's I trying think. to get people out of these kind of distressed assets, meeting them where they're at, getting them out of the mess and then taking on and, you know, you know, hunkering down and getting through that messy process. Well, it's actually funny you bring that up. I think there's going to be two ways to secure or control property in this environment. That's the first one. And that yep. one, that's most likely, that's most, most similar to foreclosures and short sales last time. I do believe this environment eventually, once we start stop kicking the can down the road with foreclosure crises or um, moratoriums, we're gonna be able to do some seller financing or subject to, or we're gonna be able to control properties that have decent mortgages. Um, but again, it's all about control. So I, I do think you're gonna, being creative in this environment for the next 18 months is go, that's how you win, is you be creative. So I, I, I love this conversation, thank you. Awesome, Mike, congratulations on the deals and looking forward to our next uh, subject. You got it, buddy.